it's nice to get to the root of the problem, isn't it? Yeah. And it wasn't the, the fascinating thing of my journey with you, Tara, is, is it was nothing to do, you know, the sleep thing is obviously we were we were working on that, but we never talked about I want to sleep better. You know, it was never the intention of the session. I kind of was on a journey of thinking I knew what it was and it wasn't what I thought. And then you were bringing up all of these, encouraging out all of these stories of things that had happened when I was nine, 10, 11, 12 years old and stuck you know they they were stuck and damaged you know it really was what became my beliefs and mm. so my com- my confidence my courage my sleep um all of the above in my hello there i'm here with joanne um joanne has a has a great story um joanne what were you struggling with and um what did you try to solve it up to that point and that was the beginning so so take it from there um so my issue was sleep and my personal coach recommended you um, through previous relation, you know, contact with her. So I took a bit of the bullet. She said to me that she'd rather me spend what I spent with you than what I was going to be buying in the meantime. So we switched my money um, and I have zero, zero regrets. So I have been on a journey, a difficult journey um, in my personal life for, it's two years ago, but for 11 years prior to that. And Part of the issue in that relationship <laughs> was that I had got sleep disruption. So I became, I, I basically have been suffering, had been suffering with insomnia for a very long time, surviving on three or four hours of sleep a night, still not able to nap in the day or rest in the day. Um, so I was really struggling with being tired, but not really being tired, um, just managing. And I was mindful that I'm starting a job literally on Monday next week. And I wanted to try and sort that out before I, before I have to be working all day. Um, so yeah, I've tried lots of remedies I've had. I've actually paid for a sleep specialist therapist for a five week training program didn't work. I've had sleeping pills, didn't work. I've had antidepressants to try and help my sleep, didn't work. Um, met Tara sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to get to the root of the problem, isn't it? Yeah. And it wasn't the the fascinating thing of my journey with you, Tara, is is it was nothing to do, you know, the sleep thing is obviously we were, we were working on that, but we never talked about, I want to sleep better. You know, it was never the intention of the session and all three of the sessions, I actually bought all my accessories. everything that I bought on the, I've got my stars, I've got my magic ones. I love it. I love it. Everything that, you know, we kind of, um, all the images and anchors that came out for you. They were replaced, yeah. So where we took reminding you of of the truth of of who you are and your power and today and not the five year old self. So yeah. no, it was really fascinating and also um, so eye opening of how many. I kind of was on a journey of thinking I knew what it was and it wasn't what I thought. And then you were bringing up all of these, encouraging out all of these stories of things that had happened when I was. 9, 10, 11, 12 years old and stuck, you know, they, they were stuck and damaged, you know, it really was what became my beliefs. And mm. so my, my confidence, my courage, my sleep, um, all of the above and my comfort. <laughs> I love it. I love it. 
I'm so proud of you. I just, nothing thrills me more than seeing somebody take the leap because it is scary, right? You, you're going to make a choice to go do something that is weird. And, you know, what am I getting myself into? And do I trust this? And so to take that leap of faith and then just jump in and do it. And you did amazingly well. It's, it's so great to see that. And sleep is so critical. Um, I love the book by Matt Walker, uh, Why We Sleep. He gets into all the science behind it. And truly, if we're not sleeping, um, dangerous it can be dangerous it's so it's, it's, it can be life-threatening you yeah. know and it, and it had got it, beca- it had become my new pattern I don't sleep I don't need to sleep of course I need my sleep but I I was changing what I was saying just to match what was you know the reality but I think for you you know what you brought me was that comfort at nighttime nighttimes had become because of my personal situation had become quite a threatening um time for me in the last part of my relationship. So just to kind of explain, I was in a narcissistically abusive relationship. So sleep was, I was anxious, you know, all of my, um, you know, my triggers, my um, nervous system was, was so heightened at night. Um, And I think that just layered on this issue of my, me not being able to sleep. Um, So what started with just somebody snoring next to me became way more, more than that. But you, comforted me every night so even though we only had our three sessions together I think the value in what you gave me was that countdown to sleep and that that routine every single night and I have played it and I still play it because I know we've had three different recordings but I play I literally play the last one still every single night to go to sleep so I I fall asleep with you Tara without you being present I love that it's so comforting and I and just knowing that It's like a reframe, a total reframe. I do not even think now I had a sleep problem. I know I did. But in my day to day, I'm not like, oh, you know, because I was anxious about going to sleep. And it's just not even I don't even talk about it anymore. It doesn't even you know, my friends used to be like, oh, Joe, are you sleeping? We don't have those conversations. (laughs) So much better. How fabulous. Yeah, it's funny also in Western culture, and I know this came up briefly in your session, uh, we we often don't give ourselves permission to get the amount of rest that we need. So if we've been sleep deprived, you know, sometimes we need a little extra sleep uh, in that bridge time. Um, so just having the discernment to know what's healthy for us and, and giving ourselves that space is so important. Yeah. And you actually, that was interesting as well, because you helped me improve my sleep for nighttime, but also know that it's okay to nap. So we, one of our sessions, I don't know if you recall, was kind of focus on, on the fact that I had this belief a story that I brought with me that it was lazy and it's not okay. And I was judging other people actually. So it was an issue that I could see that I had, but didn't realize it was because I wasn't honoring that for myself. So I enjoyed that particular period where you were like, when you want to have a nap and your body wants to rest, go and do it. And I started where I genuinely thought that I wouldn't be able to do it because I'm not a napper. Uh I've been telling myself I can't sleep in the day. I've loved it. On the Netflix chilling. Honestly, (laughs) I think work's going to be harder. That's the only thing. You bring me all this lovely rest and peace, but now I've got to go and start this proper job again. We can can tackle those problems when they come up. (laughs) It's not just a, it's not just a one size uh, fits one task. It's uh, Googling your subconscious mind and finding out what is right for you, which is. I can imagine there's so much because the things that you pulled out that were coming in stories in my beliefs, I, I wasn't thinking about in my in my day my day to day. They weren't things that, oh, I'm sure these are going to come up. 
I thought it would be me not having a dad. He never came up. Actually, it was my first relationship. So it was really insightful that I was thinking it was something different to actually what it was. And I think the most comforting thing with working with you is you're extremely warm. Those three hours, if anyone was anxious about taking that step, those three hours, two and a half, three hours, however long that session comes is so, you know, I was like, how does this work virtually? It works incredibly well virtually. Mm-hmm. And actually for somebody that I'm not this person, I'm social. So if you're in the room, I'd be happy with that too. But there are people that may not feel so comfortable and actually are questioning. They, they think they can't have it because they need to be in person. But I think it was amazing and it gives you your space and your security, but you've still got somebody there. That's a freedom that I was so deliciously happy and surprised to find that it really doesn't skip a beat. I mean, if somebody's within, you know, travel distance, I love seeing them in person. Uh, but if they're not, that's totally fine. It really doesn't make a difference. So thank you yeah. for saying that. I really appreciate it. At what point in the process did you realize, oh, this is different than what I've done before and this is working for me? At what Where, where was that point that occurred? It's, it's straight away. It's so important. It's bizarre. It was like the first month when I had listened. So from when we had our first session, um, that very first session, and then you gave me my first nighttime recording and I'd chosen not to have a daytime one. I wanted the one that you did count me down to sleep. So thank you for adjusting that for me. Um, Between there and the next one, 28 days later, so between the January and the February session, basically, those that first month of me just listening to to that audio every single night, the next time I came to you, I was already so much better. And honestly, now, you know, I can sleep six hours as a minimum straight without waking up. And before I was always a... I would fall asleep as soon as my head hit the pillow. But after about two or three hours, I was awake and then I could be awake for hours in the night. And if lucky, would get back to sleep, but not not often. So it's like a complete shift, but it was a really quick change. And how many years had you been struggling with that? Gosh, I would say easily eight. Mm-hmm. Um, it's It's been a long time. I'm 50. So a good part of my life, you know, it's been it's been present it started with snoring and then became just this it was yeah it was abusive you know I used to try and go and sleep in another room and he would come in the other room so it was something I wasn't allowed to do and looking back now I can see that was part of the the control that I was under but it's it's literally gone and I've been just got back from Athens um on Sunday and normally when I would go away to a different place I have no chance of sleeping I didn't think about it I went to bed I woke up and I've had a full night's sleep so honestly is so transformational and it's the only thing you know when you opened up and asked me what I've done I have literally tried everything because one of my best friends is a doctor and she knows how sleep deprivation how damaging it is and it's her biggest concern was her biggest concern for me now we have nothing to talk about on that subject (laughs) (laughs) so what did that feel like just uh trying this trying that you know eight years going by not getting enough sleep knowing that your health was suffering what did that frustration feel like What does that feel like? It's a good question. You are exhausted. You are tired, but you're always just pretending you're okay because you don't have another solution. Mm. I have my head in books. um, You know, I had literally a library of sleep books. I had read everything I could possibly read. I had really tried everything. So the the feeling would probably be disappointed that that it's... um, 
I can't think of what, there's no solution. You know, for me, there wasn't a solution because I felt, I felt I'd tried everything. And if it wasn't for my coach mentioning about you and obviously it came recommended. So I didn't Love even, her. thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't even a question because we all have money, you know, that we have to watch. And, you know, I've, I've had two years where I haven't been employed and it was never a question that came up. And even more so now in hindsight, it would never be something I would have challenged it, it for whatever money you charge to get the feeling that I get now when I wake up and I I'm just ready for my I go for a run every morning now which I'd stop my running I just didn't have enough energy so I was having to kind of work out what I could manage and not manage but I'm only doing two miles a day so I don't want to get any kind of credit for anything amazing <laughs> but I get up and I run and I do my yoga so it literally has just given me a whole better um, healthier lifestyle but I think it went from just Desperation is probably the word I would dis. I was desperate, but I didn't know what I could do because right. the doctors are medication driven. Have a sleeping pill, have the antidepressants. Then you've got the therapist that was, you know, these are the practices, and don't put your phone on. And none of that was was working. I needed something that was, and, and you know, you go to the root cause, and that's what I needed. That's what nobody else was doing. It was this therapy of talking through an issue, but not resolving what had kind of brought it there in the first place. The Chinese medicine training that I had. So many years ago, 30 years ago now, uh, yeah, we always are taught to go to the root of the, the cause. So um very grateful. Yeah, yeah. And all of that time, no, nobody had brought that to my attention because I'm, I'm a healer. I will do whatever I need to do to heal my life and I want to live my best life. Yeah. But I wasn't finding the solution. And then... <laughs> Fantastic. Well, um, what does your life feel like now? Revitalized, um, rejuvenated. I, I am calm. I'm peaceful. I'm happy. Um, these are words that I, I haven't described for me for a long time. And the word I heard myself saying a little while ago, a couple of weeks ago was I felt bliss today. Mm-hmm. Now, bliss is not something in my vocabulary, but it it was such a beautiful thing to think and feel because it really hasn't been in my existence. So it's just been a whole transformation. You know, I've been two years on a journey and what a lovely way to wrap it up to get my sleep as well. So I'm just, you know, I feel I'm so grateful. I'm really, really grateful for you. Yeah, and knowing thank you so were, much. I You were there between as well. So when you're feeling frightened about something or unsure, you were there. I knew you were there and you were encouraging and, you know, I'd send you the pictures of my <laughs> little things that I would buy and I'd get the little bit of kind of, you know, pass on the back or, you know, the encouragement that I would need. So it's just been a, you know, yes, you have three sessions, but I feel like it's been such incredible value. I've had a whole three months with you, in my opinion. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for sharing your stories. Is there anything else you'd like people to know about the process, about what it's like to have hope when they're suffering and feeling desperate? Yeah, I would like to say this because, you know, we all have our paths and we all have our challenges. And, you know, I don't know what anyone who's going to get to listen or see this is going through. But if there's something, whatever the issue, you know, my issue was sleep in particular that we've spoken about, but whatever there is that you're struggling to manage and that's causing you stress or anxiety, I would invite them to have that initial call with you and don't even think about what it will cost or, you know, how it works because your mind doesn't process that information because, and we don't know, 
you know, I, I can now know because I can see, oh my goodness. So I had all these stories about me when I was a child that I was recalling. Mm. I didn't know that in my conscious day to day. So I would say whatever the challenges are, if there's trauma that you haven't yet resolved, yeah. then then your journey with Tara and hypnosis is a hundred percent a place I would start and have already recommended you by the way. So <laughs> thank you so much, sweetheart. I, I so appreciate your being on here, um, sharing your story uh, because yeah, it is, um, it's kind of a new frontier. Um, most of us don't, you know, have experience with it. I, I didn't, you know, several years ago and um love what it does for me and for other people. And, and, you know, it's like trying to solve a problem with five to 10% of your brain is not always the answer. Sometimes that 90 to 95% that's our subconscious mind really knows what's going on better than we do. <laughs> yeah. And it was just nice to spend. It sounds a little bit crazy for anyone that's not, not had this kind of support, but it was really nice to visit that little girl without getting emotional, the little girl that, um it is emotional that um she was there waiting and you know I'd never addressed these issues I'd left her abandoned so that she's doing the best that she could inside of me for but it just it was really eye-opening that I'm 50 years old but sometimes the processes that I've got trying to protect me are from when I was five or ten so it's just you can't explain it but it absolutely works I've worked with 70 and 80 year olds that and yeah. and I don't cry that often because a lot of people have had terrible tragedies. They've had terrible physical abuse, sexual abuse. But when I had, you know, a 75 year old on my table in tears, like for the first time in his life, because he had never loved the little boy inside of him. It, that was devastating. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I got through it, but it's like I had tears rolling down my cheeks when this man was loving himself after all that time. And that's so beautiful. And I think the pain that you feel in the sessions is is so therapeutic. When I talk pain, you know, you're you're literally healing something that needed to be looked after and taken care of so long ago. And it's it's so beautiful that yes, there is emotional sessions, some more than others. And but you know, like that, you have to go through that path if you want to do the work, heal the journey, and live that lighter, better life. I honestly thank you. Yeah. We, we get to go through that journey. Yeah. It's more, more of a get to than a have to. Yeah. And I, and I want to, you know, and I, in back is a relief. It's, it's painful at first because it's like looking at the monster underneath the bed, <laughs> but when you see it's not there and that what really is yeah. there is a loving child who wants nothing more than your safety and security and happy. Well, it doesn't care so much about your happiness as much as it cares about your safety and security. Yeah. <laughs> Which and is it's that misunderstanding, isn't it, of what that looks like and what it's trying to do to protect. But it was really, you know, I used to go into your sessions going okay, so what am I going to say? What do I need to focus on? Because I'm a thinker about everything and I'm, I'm also very organized and I've got, to, I know, I've got to know what's happening. Not with Tara. You go, we go down, we count down those steps, off we go. And then I'm kind of like, you, you don't need to think about what's going to come up because it just does. Yeah. And actually the people that really push to stay in the process and get in the way, it takes them longer. Cause I yeah. tell people, it's like, you're driving into a car wash, you know, you go, you put the car in neutral, you don't drive the car through the car wash, you know, it's, very it, it's designed to pull you through. <laughs> 
Yeah. And that, that's a lovely way to describe it because it actually did do that. So yeah, I, I honestly, I don't know what, what other, um, what your therapy can help everybody with. And that's something that you can share. But for me on a personal level, I had a serious issue and my mom actually does fit. So I'm working on her. <laughs> She's like, well, oh, I've always been like it. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> so I just think, you know, whatever the, the things are that you can support for people, that hypnosis is something I'd never considered discovered by chance back yeah. in January. And so my so answer great- to that would be any emotion that is uncomfortable. Um, right. Basically there's a message behind it. It's like Rumi says, um, and I'm going to, it's on my website and I'm not recalling it right this second, but your, 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 your pain, your suffering, whatever it is, there's a message behind it. And when you can hear that message, you realize, um, in fact, I own the domain name brain Aikido, you know, in Aikido, when energy is coming at you, you don't push against it. You, you take it with you and then you redirect it, but you can't do that if you can't hear what it's saying to you. And once you can hear that, that voice, that pain, that suffering that's buried there, then you go, oh, that's what it wants. And then you can shift it. And I, and you've just made me think about something too. What's really beautiful is that that helps and supports you also be a bit more empathetic and compassionate to other wounded souls because we are all walking around with trauma and things going on, every single one of us. But when I now know that those things, how I would respond with, I had fear of abandonment, fear of jealous. I, I was a jealous person. I was fear of failure, not good enough. I had all of those things. And I still obviously I have stuff to work on, you know, I'm not totally, totally pure. Um, but those were me. Something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I and I'm happy to do that. But you know, those things were major for me. But now I can see that whilst I don't excuse the behavior that I had either from my previous relationship, I know that's a wounded soul there. And that's somebody who may not know they will never do the work. A narcissist doesn't choose to do the work. But actually, when you've got somebody who's innocent like me, I feel I was that you meet and you can see them behaving in a strange way. It's a beautiful thing to be able to actually give them that love and redirect their energy as well. So I think it just helps you see people differently too. Yeah. The energy of love and forgiveness is so immense. And um, it's so basic, but we just keep coming back and learning to drink from that well, because when you've truly forgiven somebody else, it's not a gift you're giving them. You're just giving it to yourself. Yeah. Once the ego moves aside, (laughs) when you can truly see somebody with compassion, um, it sets you free. And that's true across the board. You're amazing. You're honestly amazing. And you're very humble. Every time I speak to you, I was like, yeah, and it's been great progress. And you don't really take that the credit for what it what you deserve. You are such a compassionate, you're a safe space, which was important for me. Um, you know, allowing anyone into my home, but even virtually was was big for me. And I've had nothing but praise and acceptance and gratitude for you. Oh, thank you for your love. Thank you for your feedback. I appreciate that enormously. My pleasure. Absolute pleasure. And uh, as I see things popping up, I know where to go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here. Reach out. (laughs) Thank you, Sarah. Thank you so much. Thank you, Joanne. Absolutely adore you. You're you're beautiful. Thank Thank you. See you soon. Bye. Thank you, lovely. Take care.